Hello, welcome along. It's a brand new episode of Baffled, the podcast that finds all the most amazing facts that are out there and just figures out, really simply, are they any good? Are they nonsense? Are they not? My name's Dan. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, This week, three facts from me. Number one, uh, about the oldest joke in the world. I've also got something about why a hamster can outdrink you. And some good old-fashioned word history for the fact purists out there. Uh, Mark is here to my right this week. Mark, what have you got? Hello, hello, hello. I have two facts about the most exciting thing in the world, placeholders. That's right, strap in people. Uh, And then I'm going to end my three facts with a classic. Where did that phrase come from? And Connor as well. Can you beat a placeholder fact? I'm salivating at the thought of it, so so good luck, mate. I've got sausages and cars. That's one fact. Cracking maths. We're actually going to crack maths, but in a way that I understand, I'm very happy about this. It helped me a lot. And how are we doing, y'all? Oh, Jesus. Right, there we go. Nine facts on the way. Stay there. It's a brand new episode of the world's greatest podcast. This is Baffled. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I think I went big with World's Greatest Podcast. I have a you? feeling you've overhyped it slightly. Straight in. But I'm, I'm, I mean, I would say we're up there. Yeah, first time. We are. First time there. listeners, strap yourself in. Oh, you, ben, you don't know the joys you're about to get. I just want to, before we get into the pod. Have you got, hang on, I've just noticed this. Have you got Frederick just tattooed on the inside of your arm? Yeah, it's my granddad. Oh. Immediately, yeah. can't say nothing about that. I, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in, say immediately, in, is that all right? Any oh, jokes are off limit? Yeah, right? instantly all abuse. Uh, you, you think that Dan looks a little bit like a B-Tech Fresh Prince today? He does a little bit, Yeah, I was thinking this. Why is this? The colours, the, the 90s Adidas hat. I mean, we need to get a picture up online for people to see of this. Dan looks a little bit like... If if The Sims was exclusively in the nineties, yeah, and you had a really cheap DLC pack that you bought, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what Dan looks like. <laughs> you know, you know when you start on like any game, yeah, and the player has all of the the bog standard clothes, yes. before you upgrade, yes, that yeah. is what he looks like. I feel like my Vans with his outfit right now also, would complete it. I feel like I'm missing out on. I didn't get the hat memo today. You're no. wearing a hat. You're wearing a hat. I'm wearing a hat because I'm trying to make myself a hat person. I don't think I am a hat person. It's a good I thing. I don't have a head that's suited for hats. Connor does because he's got a big round head. Mine is quite a long, I, thin I, head. Yeah, I'm a hat fan. I don't look good in hats, so I'm trying to figure out the best way to wear hats. You're going for like the early 2000 Justin Bieber little fringe swoof that comes through the hat. I'm like it. It's really, really... Ble- there's, not much ye- there's not many years between us. No. But the fact that... Well, for some reason you said early 2000 Justin Bieber which is 
inaccurate. But also that your go-to hat thing is Bieber as opposed to like early 2000 Tony Hawk skaters. Been playing a lot of Tony Hawks this week. This is is there a I... new game, by the way? Yeah, there is. Yeah, this is a brand new one, I think. Yeah, well, it's just a remake of the first two. Is it good? Also, for those who are listening for the first time and have been promised the greatest podcast ever, we are off to a flying start, boys. We are off to a flying start. Here we go. So, first fact, I'm now a hat person. Is that is that fact one of the pod? That is that's one of the nine. Dan is now a hat person. Did you know the oldest joke in the world that's been noted down uh, is a fart joke? Obviously, farts are always funny. 1900 BC. Uh, it's a saying of the Sumerians who lived in what is now southern Iraq. I'm sure you knew that. Now, the joke goes, something which has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. <laughs> God, and you love that joke, don't you? Oh, that's a great joke. <laughs> Me and Mark, Mark, we get that joke. <laughs> you have no clue about the joke. Yeah, repeat it. Right, one more time. Something which has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. That's <laughs> even better the second time. Do you actually get this? It's a, it's a grower. Yeah, we it's, do. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a grower. Joke. So, I mean, that's uh, our humour is like we get jokes that are 19, no, that are 3,000 and uh, 4,100 years old. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't so good. Something which has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. I have no idea what this Brilliant. joke means, and I'm not like I don't get it. What's your favourite joke? My favourite joke ever: mm. two packets of crisps are crossing the road, and a taxi says, "Would you like a lift?" They go, "No, thanks, we're walkers." Mm. You look so proud of yourself. I tell you what, it's not a bad joke, but it's not as good as something which has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not fight. I'm in not her a husband's fan. Lap. I feel like we we have better. Like, what what do you call a Mexican with a rubber toe? Oh, here we go. Slightly racist, probably. Roberto. <laughs> I like that. That's very good. There was like also a, a gag in, uh, in 1600 BC about a pharaoh, uh, which says, uh, how do you entertain... So it was, I think, to the pharaoh. How do you entertain... This is actually quite sexist, so you can't get away with this in 2020. How do you entertain a bored pharaoh? You sail a boatload of young women dressed only in fishing nets down the Nile and urge the pharaoh to catch a fish. It's mean, isn't it? That's cruel. Old jokes are quite cruel. Let me see that as yeah. a joke. I just see that as massively offensive. Absolutely. This podcast does not condone those views or thoughts. Yeah. The oldest British joke that's been recorded dates back to the 10th century. Uh, Anglo-Saxon. He said, what hangs a man's thigh and wants to poke a hole that's been often poked before? A penis. What? That, no, that's what you would think. Oh. But, but that's, what, that's what they've done. They've done a classic joke thing, Connor. They've taken you down the garden path, then they've swung your leg, oh. and it's actually a key. <laughs> that is literally terrible, isn't it? That's what a joke is. See, this is where when you're walking down the street, joke with the bags walking down the street. Yeah, I mean, this isn't a, you know, this is of no dig to you, Dan. You didn't make these jokes up. They're just bad jokes. They're good. They're good facts. I think though, if you went back to southern Iraq in nine, like two thousand years before the birth of Christ mm. or whatever, mm. that um, joke would have killed. Yeah, mate. That, and they wouldn't have got your Walker's Crisps jokes at all. Walker's Crisps weren't around then. Well, you didn't have Gary Lineker on well, your TV. Well, exactly. Whatever yeah. they were eating back in the day, they wouldn't have got it. Yeah. They wouldn't, um, what are you talking about? What I want to hear is a joke about why a young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. I don't understand the first joke. I still well, keep thinking about it. I don't get it. I don't understand what... I don't get it. No? No. Completely lost. I don't understand it. If you'd like to explain, I'm, I'm open. No, I, 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 I couldn't... 
why bother? Okay. Why, why bother explaining yeah, it? To we you? all know that when you explain a joke, it makes it not funny anymore. Yeah. Why would you bother explaining so, it to you? Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, Don't listen, want to kill it for the listeners. No. Now, of listen. Not. We've started the greatest podcast in the world with the funniest joke in history. Is, is everyone's listening gets that right now? Come on. Uh, so let's move on to fact number two. Connor, take it away. Okay. So car manufacturer Volkswagen actually makes sausages as well. And, Do they? And this is really, really cool. Not only that, they make more revenue from their sausage sales than they do from their car sales. Mental. So Volkswagen, it's... So that's the headline to that fact is Volkswagen makes more from selling from, sausages yeah, than making cars. There we cars. go. Yeah, I need to learn this. I need to learn this. Um, Come I'm, on, Connor. We're the best podcast in the world. You should be better at this. Well, I'm that. trying to pronounce this. What I can only see is maybe a German word mm. in English. <laughs> I would imagine so, In yeah. English. So it's called Volkswagen and I'm getting currywurst. But maybe somebody who can help. Yeah, the curry. You, you're going to see my other it's fact. The, it's the smallest fat font in the world. It, it, well. You're trying to show me that. It's C U R R Y. Yeah, the curry verse. It's curry verse. Curry verse. So you pronounce yeah. the W as a V. Yes. yes. Okay. So Volkswagen curry verse uh, is a brand of sausage manufacturer. You've never been to a Christmas market in Britain. Uh, they always sell them. Okay. Well, it's the brat versts. Well, uh, they've been doing it since 1973. <laughs> Uh, okay. See, I've done my research. It is manufactured at the company's Wolfsburg plant and sold in restaurants in its six German factories. There we go. It's also sold externally as well in supermarkets. But I just couldn't believe that they actually make more revenue from sausages than they do cars. You see, that that is, that's an amazing fact. That's an amazing fact. My opener should have been better with that. But that is pretty incredible. I mean, you think how much of Volkswagens? New ones. 50 grand? I don't know. I Probably don't know that much, mate. You, 50? You've got to be in there. Like Schrocco's? VW Targas, you know, the S model. You know more about cars than I do. Yeah, you're looking at 57 plate, 2 litre auto. Yeah, it's probably about 45 grand. You, 57 plate <laughs> is not a new car, is it? No, no, it's, it's still an expensive the... car because looking at the S version, right, which instantly okay. profiles that up 10 grand. <laughs> Why does it do that? Huh? Why does it do that? S model. Because Connor just said so. Yeah, S model. Right, I can't. Right, literally. S model. S model anything is extra 10 grand. <laughs> you're just saying words. Just what saying if I S model me? Is that worth 10 grand? Extra? Literally, you're 10 grand more. It's just yeah. saying a letter. BMW 1 Series, yeah? 10 grand. S model, 20 grand. Instant. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> well, so why don't car companies make terrible, terrible cars and just, just call it an S and then immediately it's worth loads? They do. That's what they do. But why, so, but why do they make cars that aren't called S models ever? Well, because it's just extra money. It's like, oh my God, you know, you're sitting with the car dealer, it's like, oh my God, but you want the 1 Series. Say what, for an extra, like, you know, £50 a month, you can get the S model and what this actually does. Blah, 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 blah. Why do, but why do, what I'm saying, why do they bother putting, making any cars that aren't S cars? Well, when, not when Jeremy cars, Clarkson. You're asking me as when if cars, I when cars, well, are, when cars are more expensive, they could just make anything. Just don't bother making rubbish, cheap cars. Just call, make anything, immediately call it S, and it bumps the price up. Well, well no, because if there wasn't an equivalent, then people would be like, well, S Move on to a new just... layer, wouldn't it? Move on to another layer. T what? model. Okay, so a D model. A D model, sure. We have TDI. What does that mean? I don't know. Turbo diesel injection. <laughs> we have isn't SCs. It? Isn't it turbo diesel injection? We have injection? SCs. SCs usually come before Ss. I've come here for facts and I've I've I'm getting this dull this dull car chat. No, this isn't dull car chat. It's pretty dull. SC S. What are you saying here? If ever you want to buy a car, take me take me with you. We'll no, you. because you don't know what TDI means. No, I just don't think it's irrelevant. I'll go for S models. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't need to go car shopping with you now because you've told me you're this big mystery secret that you keep locked away. So basically, whenever I go to a car dealership... And you know, car, do you want to hear something? You've got S on your ad as well. Was no, that, yeah, how expensive uh, was that ad? S model, an extra fiver. <laughs> whenever, whenever I walk into a car dealership, you know, and I'm adding, adding to the garage, and, you know, I walk over to the car salesman, he goes, listen, we've got a lovely Audi A1T. I'm like, mini says T, mate, one S model. And he yeah. knows what I'm talking about. Well, so do I, because you've just told me. Yeah. And it, the, the, 
it's it's not that hard an equation to figure out. You just want it because it's got S on it. S model, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you can't tell me why they're better. They're faster. It's got an S on it, mate. Yeah, they're, yeah. Far, they're faster. And usually as well, they've got like a trim. S is you know, like on the interior, it's like a bit of red. S model. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Volkswagens make sausages. S for sausages as well. <laughs> S for sausages. That's what the S model stands for. S model, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, heated seats. Sometimes yeah, sure. heated steering wheel. Well, they were. You have a load of curry. Sometimes you get like, a better yeah. quality speaker. It just but, smells like an S model. You know, like when you smell it. I do. And you're like, oh my god, there's a big difference. You get you get an SE. You're just getting like new car. You get into an S model. You're like, oh, mate. So, what does the E on the SE mean? Why does that mean it's crap? Well, it's just like you know, you got like S, and then you got like ugh, E. Yeah. <laughs> My- e, e is famously a letter that people would go Ugh, ah. so what do you want do you want the yes or do you want the yes it just needs to get me from A to B at the moment that's what it needs to do I those think- are the two letters I care about A <laughs> and B Mark what's your first fact of the podcast the movie title Snakes on a Plane was never meant to be the final name great oh, fact so this is working title Yes, yeah, so Snakes on a Plane was only ever the working title or of course a placeholder which is why it's so literal if you've ever thought, oh, all they've done is just gone, what happens in the movie? Snakes on the plane, greatest title. That's because it was only ever meant to be the working title. The actual title was meant to be Pacific Air Flight 121. But Samuel L. Jackson was like, that is boring, mother He probably added that, let's be honest. Yeah. And uh, insisted that they stuck with snakes on a plane. Hmm. And that is why we get snakes on the plane. Never seen the film. Never seen the film. Neither, yeah. neither have I. Oh, there are three of us have never seen the film. All I know is that there are snakes on a mother Plane. Are there actually snakes on the plane? Yes. Yeah, right. that's, yeah I mean... That's like the whole premise of the film. That, that's my worst nightmare. Oh, yeah. That's, so you've not watched it for that reason? Yeah, I'm drastic. I'm just petrified of snakes. Yeah, we've spoken about this before. I, I'm just... Uh, yeah. that, that, no, if there was a snake on the plane, I'm, I'm out. I'm out the window, well, mate. Luckily, there's not going to be... There's not, <laughs> you would rather jump out of a plane... Yeah, I'm out the, I'm out the plane. ...than deal with a snake on the plane. There's not going to be a snake on the plane. Question. I I'm, I'm jumping out of a plane this weekend, by the way. About, there you go. Really? Yeah. Why? Why? You stick a parachute on, lob yourself out. Yeah, but no, but what's the reason why? I'll be honest, I've lost money because I had a good bet that someone would push you out of a plane before you jumped out of one. Hold on, why, why are we doing this? What do you mean, why are we doing what? Is it a branded thing? Are you working or are you just choosing to do this? Yeah, I choose. I'm paid money to do it. Well, I mean, I got it as a present, but someone has paid money for me to do this. No, thanks. I'm not too, yeah, I'm absolutely not. I, um, I've got a question for you. Okay, maybe, maybe about, we've got an answer for I you. I thought about this before. If you jumped out of the plane, a plane, a plane, any plane, over the Atlantic Ocean, yes, with no parachute, yes, would you survive on hitting the water? No, the water would be like concrete. Would it actually? Yes. Yeah. Water gets like concrete at almost no height at all, unless there's a bit of surface tension. So, because it always really concerns me when they go through all of the um, checks when you get on the plane, they're like, if we have an emergency landing, blah blah blah, and you get this like blow up banana float. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do yeah. you just fall 30,000 feet, feet holding onto this dinghy? Right, okay. Hoping that you like... No, that's no, that, no, that's not what happens. No, they don't just, they don't just open well, the doors. How am I getting and, out of the plane? Well, I'm 30,000 feet up, we're on fire. Well, no, so you're only, no, no, the, the whole idea is that the plane lands. Yeah. No, we're on fire. Right, well, so, spoiler what? alert, you probably ain't making it, mate. <laughs> you probably ain't getting Oh, so up. the plane lands on the so, water. So, so, it? Oh, see... Oh, like, yeah, they don't just push you out at 30,000 feet going, good luck. Yeah. The plane land Here's a banana well, So the optimum situation, in the optimum idea, I guess, is that it, it, you kind of, it, it tries to float down because it could do that. And 
glide and touch down on the air. I mean, it wouldn't be that easy. It wouldn't be that smooth. You'd hit it hard and bounce a couple of times. But the hope is that if you make that, then they pop open the emergency exits and then you have the rubber slide that takes you down there. Well, so the plane's currently balancing on the Atlantic Ocean. Correct, yeah, yeah that's the idea. See, surely it would sink. No, no, no really, because no, there's a lot of air in it. There's a lot of oxygen, yeah. And because it, it, it's, it's quite buoyant because of the massive wings. It would eventually sink. Can you imagine how scary that... Oh, my God, it's actually giving me anxiety. Imagine well, being in the middle of the All I'm saying is that there is a reason that you don't walk into a pub and someone goes, yeah, I went brace, 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 took the position, and that's why I'm still standing here today. <laughs> but can you... I'll be honest, you don't meet a lot of people like that, do you? <laughs> Seriously, though, deep black sea... And you're just you're, you're you're on this rubber dinghy looking to the right, and there's this huge plane. I would just that. Oh my god, mate! To be fair, if your rubber dinghy was an S model, then you just make it back to land really quickly. Anyway, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. S model, yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah. You have a decent trim as well. Yeah, I would be on it. That is, oh my god, the dark, the, the black sea scares me as well. But it's fine because you'd be pretty terrified by this point because you've been in a plane that's dropped thirty three thousand feet. <sighs> yeah, uh, how high are you jumping? I don't know what it is actually. Are you scared? Have you done it before? Well, I'm, I'm quite terrified now. When I first got it as a gift, I was pretty bullish about it. So, yeah, it'd be fine. I think on the way up, I'm going to be pretty petrified. Where are you doing it? In the air. Thank Whereabouts you. in the UK? Uh, like, what are you going to look at when you're going down? Mm. Like, are you looking at Essex, KFCs, or are you looking at grass? Funnily enough, I'm actually doing the KFC tour skydive. No. <laughs> I'm there, and they're going to point out, oh, there it is. There's, no, whereabouts are you doing it? There's the one just off the M26. Uh, I think they're Oxford. So, there could be no Dan next week. Could be sure. Potential. Mate, I would be cacking it. How you're sitting here just chatting about the fact you're jumping out of a plane at the weekend? I've got a parachute on my back, didn't I? Yeah, but you're talking like seventeen thousand feet, mate. Is this one of those where you're strapped to someone else? Yeah, they don't know you do it on your own first time. Yeah, yeah, I'm just not about that. Nah, but who bought it for you? Uh, my mum and dad. Do so they same. do they like you? But the thing is, if it was, had you asked for it, or did they just go? You know, no, what? I think like, I asked really for it. Annoying. I think I asked for it, but. If it was that terrifying, they wouldn't let you. Uh, they wouldn't let you do it. I have actually heard, um, like my ex girlfriend done it, and she said that as she's as you you are falling, it is like oh my god, you know, a lot of adrenaline. But when the parachute comes, she said it is incredible, like because you're just floating through the air, yeah, and you're at a level where it's kind of it is high, yes, but it's so high that the height the height fear is almost gone because you're so high. Yeah, and also you've gone through all the training, don't you? There's someone in my back who knows what he's doing. If if it was really that dangerous why is this guy doing it with me he doesn't want to die either also on the ground covid so actually yeah. safest place to be yeah. if you ever want some inspiration by the way if you ever need motivation there's a brilliant video on youtube of will smith describing his first parachute jump and he he's like it's where you go beyond i'm not i can't do it properly will smith it's where you go beyond fear that's what he says it's like it's beyond fear that's where the growth is yeah, I mean, when you're... I think the biggest thing, isn't it, is when you're sitting on the edge of that Yeah, plane, I'm going to be cacking myself Your legs that point. are overhanging, yeah, 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 you're yeah. seeing how high you are. But I can only imagine that when you fall, it's going to just feel, like, electrifying. And also, I can't get out of it then, can I? Like, no. As soon as I've been thrown off the plane, it's like, what's happening? Well, mate, good luck, best of luck. I really hope to see you next week. Yeah. Make sure the parachute goes up. Yeah, that's the dream. If it? it doesn't, you've been fun. Yeah. Well, All hopefully right. I'll... They'll give me like a little rubber ring that I can kind of float down nicely with. Yes, model. Right. Here we go. Second fact of the podcast for me. Did you know that hamsters can absolutely hold their drink better than you? What do you mean by hold their drink? In their hand? <laughs> no, like a hamster can drink probably 10 times the amount of booze that you can, you can actually drink before feeling it. Booze? Yeah, they can drink 10 times the amount of effort. I'd love to know what... 
about the amount of ethanol. I'd love to know that what ridiculous scientist has <laughs> tested this. Please tell That's me. That's one of those where they get bored on a Friday yeah. afternoon, Just don't they? Just plumbing a hamster with Guinness. Do you reckon we can, do you reckon we can get him drunk? Well, no, it's because they were trying to figure out how, like, how much fermenting fruit it takes for animals to become that drunk because that's how animals get drunk in the wild when you see these great uh, videos of oh here's a here's a drunk panda it's because they've eaten like fermented berries and stuff uh, so they've done studies on this and a study from the university of alaska found that a, a hamster can yeah can drink 10 times the amount of ethanol that you can drink before they, they start wobbling they, it's actually called the wobbling scale oh there we go they've got nothing else doing in alaska have they no no it's very bare nothing really going on yes yeah. well let's get hamsters drunk it's actually mild animal cruelty. Is it? Define cruelty. Is Why it? Maybe that they might be having the time of their bloody lives. I feel for the hamster. He has got no choice in Maybe this. it's finally given How old would you like it? Gregory the hamster the balls to go and talk to Anthea the hamster. Yeah. You never know. It might be bringing hamsters together. Lots of hamster babies on the way yeah. thanks to a bit of Dutch courage or Alaskan courage. A lot mm. of unwanted hamster babies, no doubt. No contraception, I assume. I don't, I don't think they've yet invented tiny small hamster condoms. Well, at the minute, all I've got a picture of in my head is this hamster with his wang hanging out, hanging out, holding a Guinness. Why is his wang hanging out? Well, we know he's ready for it. Isn't he? Well, have you ever seen <laughs> a, have you ever seen a hamster with clothes on? <laughs> he's seven deep. But I know it's just this upsets me. Why are we giving hamsters like it's just no poor thing? My mate once microwaved this hamster to warm it up, and it blew up. Well, yeah, of course it did. Yeah, it was really bad. That's man. animal cruelty. I see what was really bad about it as well. There was an ear. That's not the bad thing. There was an ear on the little microwave door. Little ear. Yeah. I went, that's his ear. He went, that's my hamster's ear. Why was he trying to warm it up? Well, because he's a div, isn't he? Like, what's How was f- f- He was 10 as well, and oh, these okay. hamsters just obliterated all over the microwave. It's permissible when you're 10, I think. Yeah, but, you know, I enjoyed it. At that point, you can't take it back to the pet store and go, I think there's something wrong with my hamster, I think, can you? I think scrape like, it up, stick it in a Tupperware and go, something's gone wrong, mate. At the, you know, at the expense of the hamster, it has, it has brought me a memory that I remember the tears of laughter, but that was a 10-year-old. Would what, I laugh now? Probably not. What were the parents' reaction to this? What have you done to the hamster? Where's yeah. the hamster? And what did Mate, you say? I'll put him in a microwave. <laughs> oh, yeah. What else are you going to say? He ran away? Yeah, no, I've blown him up in the microwave. <laughs> I'd probably say he ran away. His intestines are everywhere. Yeah, I'd probably say he ran away. But, you know, I, I kind of sit here and I think to myself, like, how did he select the, the time... Well, I mean, hang on. I'm on a 700 watt microwave. I reckon that's about 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, no, I need, I need to take it out halfway through and just poke it, poke, poke the foil. And <laughs> I was, I was waiting. Just got to stir it around a bit. I'm imagining the ding, ding. I swear to quickly checking it. But, Mate, but I think before the ding, yeah. you're going to get a big. Uh, Connor, what's your second fact of the podcast? This is just brilliant, right? This is helped. Do you know how much this has helped me? This is honestly, you're going like, oh, to. I don't so know until good. you tell me. So. And this will help so many other people. So if you have trouble calculating percentages... Don't, don't, so there's... don't. Which I do, okay? You know what percent means, don't you? Yes. What? Just flip it. Just flip it, okay? So 4% of 50 is the same as 50% of 4. And 80% of 25 is the same as 25% of 80. And I never actually knew that. I don't know whether you knew that, but I never knew that. And I think it's a really nice little way of doing percentages. I should have. I should have been taught this at school. This is brilliant. Just flip it. Come on, Dan. Prove it wrong. This works with any percentage. I'll tell you what, and I, I loved it. I just I, thought it was so simple. I could work out percentages, but that is a very good way of remembering it. That, yeah. Not, I, you know, there was not. There was. It, it makes sense. Yeah, I was just. I really so, struggle with percentages. 
ten percent of two. No, that no, that stuff's easy. Of course, you open no. But I'm two, thinking but of it. Ten percent of two is the same as two percent of ten. Yeah, very good. Yeah, but it's just easy if you're looking at something you don't understand. Flip it. Might make it easier for you. Or if it doesn't, then yeah, you're just a bit, you know, thick. Twenty percent of a hundred. Yeah, is the same as a hundred percent of twenty. Huh? I tell you what. Um, I'll be honest. Yeah. When you kind of came at me right at the start, oh, I got this maths fact, and when you were saying that, oh, do you know what percentages are? Yeah. I was thinking, oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. But very good. Very, very good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And why are we not learning that in school? Because that there, that would have helped because, me. Because at school, you, yeah, because you're meant to learn the logic behind well, it at school was, rather uh, than just the rule of doing it. Believe it or not, I was really, really good at maths at school. That was well, my I don't need subject. to believe it. You tell us all the time. Yeah. A I, I, I at GCSE, took on A-level. Didn't pursue it. <laughs> it's really hard, isn't it? Uh, very, very hard. <laughs> it's, it's really hard. That was the teacher that said to me, maybe you shouldn't do this Well, anymore. this is why, this is, this is exactly but why. I was good at it. This is exactly why. It's because you can get through GCSEs and do quite well at GCSEs yeah. because you're not learning the rules specifically. You're just learning a, a very quick way of doing things to get the right answers. Yeah. As soon as you move into A-level, uh, if you're listening in America, A-level is further education one step before college or uni it becomes more about the logic behind why you are doing things because you start to do um there's the other parts of maths isn't there so you do your statistics statistics and mechanics and i was i was for the first couple of months i was like really good and i was enjoying because i love maths i really really out of all the three cores i love maths and gcse i was like yeah done really really well and then took it i and i was like i think it's time to 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 leave this yeah 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 Difficult, but yeah, I really like this. There was nothing more to this other than the fact that I wanted to share it. I it's, think that is a really nice little trick of the trade. I like that. That's, yeah, you're listening to this. I tell you what, that is something that you will remember to remember to learn your percent to figure out a percentage. Yeah, flip it. Ten percent of fifty, same as fifty percent of ten. Exactly. There we go. Twenty-seven percent of thirty-three. Yeah, same you, as thirty-three percent of tw- twenty-seven. Give it to me. No, you see that there is where I'm gone. Yeah. What is twenty percent of thirty-four? 20 20, of 30, sorry, what is 27% of 34? Well, it's the same as 34% of 27. Yeah, but how do you start working that out? 27% of 27 Well, you figure 34. out 1% and then times it by 27. What you do is you laugh at all your teachers who said, oh, you never have a calculator on you at all times. Joke's on you, I've got an iPhone, bitch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'd love to have said that to my maths teacher. Animal cruelty and you're calling teachers bitch. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Mark, give us the second fact. Do you want another placeholder fact or do you want a word fact? Which one do you want? Um, I'd like another placeholder fact, please. Okay. The Beatles sang about yesterday, but the placeholding lyrics were very different. What's a placeholder? What's That holds the place of something. Yeah, so basically right. something you use before you've got the final version. So, for example, Snakes in the Plane was the placeholder for Pacific Air 121. Got you. Okay. So this is the original song by the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, yesterday. Oh, Mark's got his fingers on faders. Oh, we're going to get noise. Yesterday. Such a good song. All my troubles seem so far away. So that is, of course, the intro to Yesterday by the Beatles. So Are you a DJ on Radio 1, Mark? I know, thanks. thanks. <laughs> yeah, thanks. yeah. So um, Paul McCartney woke up one morning with that tune in his head, but he didn't yet have any lyrics. The placeholder lyrics he worked with originally were Scrambled Eggs, Oh My Baby, How I Love Your Legs. How's it sounding? I mean, I'll be honest, it doesn't work quite as nicely if you add it in instead. I mean, I mean you can give it a go if you want, but it's not quite as nice. Scrambled eggs. Oh, my baby, how I love your legs. 
doesn't quite work, does it? I tell you, I don't. Also, could be Paul McCartney. I was going to say, I don't know why they've not reformed the Beatles with him. Thank you. Honestly. Thank you very much. That is a highlight. If ever we had a highlights bit, yeah, that would be the most viewed on YouTube. That's just there. Finger on fader and Mark having it. Mate. Absolute <laughs> professional <laughs> I over love here. The fact as well that he stripped the the vocals from it. He's found the backing track. No, I haven't. That, 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 oh, you signed it. it. Great song. Great song. Great song. Very good song. I heard, hear the Beatles are good. A, a lot of them. Um, They're going to be big guys. I've heard a lot of musicians do this. Michael yeah. Jackson done it. I think with one of his tracks, he replaced it all at first with like vegetables. It was just vegetables, but he had the melody, he had everything there, but no lyrics. So he kept saying vegetables. He's like. Let's say it was, I don't know, give me a Michael Jackson song, I can't think. Um, Thriller. Yeah, this vegetable, vegetable. Oh, so not like different vegetables, just no, the no, word no, vegetable. No, no, he was using vegetable as the word to do the melody of the track, to the melody of what the track. What about Billie Jean? Vegetable, vegetable. It sounds very much the same, doesn't yeah, it? vegetable, <laughs> vegetable. I think, um, you know, Girls Aloud, Sound of the Underground. Mm. That was originally the wheels on the bus go round and round. As in, like, that's the words they use because they got the tune, but rather than, like, Sound of the Underground, it was like, wheels on the bus go round. That's what they used the originally. wheels on the bus go round, round and, and round. round. Right? <laughs> yes. That, that is genuinely what they used before they had the actual lyrics. Yeah. Can yeah. You, we, we've both done a song, Dan. Dan, come on. What, uh, no, what do, you mean, what do you want me to sing? 50 Cent in the Club. With what? Battenberg. Someone watched Bake Off last ba- night. Battenberg, Battenberg, Bat, Battenberg, Bat, Battenberg, Bat, 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 I sure. thought with a hat on like that, you were ready for it. I could, could yeah, we discussed this. He is the basic cent. level character. We haven't upgraded him yet. <laughs> this is a good fact, though. I, I do that. I like that a lot. Beatles related facts. My favorite band in the world. Bring them to me. The Beatles are your favorite band in the world. Mate, they are just the very best. Like Oasis. Okay, are probably up there just as much. But without the Beatles, there was no Oasis. No, I understand. I just I, I, I always find it curious when someone that's twenty five years old says that the Beatles are the, their favourite band in the world. I just find that an interesting thing. I've grown up listening to them, and yeah. they are just incredible. The yeah, best you... lyrics in tracks ever written. You're allowed, you're allowed to like the Beatles, mate. You're allowed to like them. Thank you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, I'm Zoe Hardman. And I'm Georgia Dayton. And we're back for Series 3 of Made by Mamas, the podcast. This series, you'll be hearing things like this. So uh, we met on a dating app. You know, he was on his way back from travelling, on his way to Australia. He was here for four days. We had a date. He never got on the plane. Ten weeks later, he's like, great, let me go get my visa. Comes back. The day he arrives back, I find out I'm two months pregnant. And obviously, a bit of this. Sex gives you the glow. No, again, the sweaty glow. Oh, right. <laughs> like, oh, plus your mother's this is in the room, so we won't talk about <laughs> it too much. Yes, we're back with a whole host of fantastic guests, loads of candid chat about parenthood and clenching our Silver British Podcast Award. Did, did we mention that? No, I don't think we did. Series three of Made by Mamas the Podcast coming soon. Right, very quickly before we crack on with our last facts, just a few things to clear up before uh, from last week. Obviously, Connor hasn't bought a Happy Meal. Uh, as we believe, as we thought he would. While you're giving him a hard time for that, which, by the way, you're useless. Have you bought your prison break fact this week? I'll tell you what I have, but it wasn't worth a proper fact. But this is it. Uh, one of the most notable French jailbreaks occurred in 1986. The wife of a uh, famous bank robber studied for months to learn how to fly a helicopter so she could fly and pick him up from the roof. So it's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's, not, it's not worth a... I just like the idea yeah. that this woman's... It's a nice little how- uh, tidbit. Nice, yeah, like the fact that she's learned how to do that. Hmm. Connor, what you got? Uh, Harp got in contact uh, on my Instagram and he just sent me a link to... Oh, God. To, no, to more facts. And okay, it was a, that's good. Yeah, and he just literally just put some decent ones for you, bud. So I just want to encourage people because it's well, to, to do your work for you. No, no, but just if you find anything good, good sources... Yeah. Send them over the f- because the po- come on, gents, it is difficult. The point of the pod- no, I understand. The point of the podcast is we're meant to be giving people the facts. Yeah, no, but isn't it nice though when you're sitting on the toilet or whatever, and then old Harp gets in contact, just like I'm thinking of you. Here's a link. Here's yeah, some facts, sure. and there was some cracking facts, and the uh, Volkswagen sausage one actually come off of that. I was going to say when I heard that, I thought that's too good for him. Did the yeah. percentage one get come off that as well? No, no, no. I was trying to find a maths-related fact for this week, and that was one, and I was oh, my God. Oh, my God. How is the quest to become an influencer, a spawned influencer being? Yeah, it's who, going who are you on. trying to get? Who was it the other day in the, the uh, other podcast? Play, uh, Play-Doh. 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 How's that going? Uh, yeah, Play-Doh. Yeah, good, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah you've done nothing, have I've you? done zero. No, yeah, I've done zero. I'm trying to get involved with... You're trying a, to play it cool, mate. Trying I'd to like, let them come to you. I'd like to be an ambassador. But I'm worried that you're not trying to do the work that you just think they'll come to you. Well, what am I going to say to play though? Yeah, yeah. Bring up your maths fact, the percentage fact. Yeah, well, anyway. Hey, oi, it, did you know? Seventy-three percent of play doh of thirty balls of play doh is the same as thirty percent of twenty-four ball, whatever it was. There we go. Maybe you can help me compose the email. Oh, I've just done it for you. Brilliant. So we clip that audio. Okay, just listen back to that and take okay. it over. Also, we're on the search for the most famous listener. If you think that is you, uh, let uh, let us know. It's info at baffledpod.com. As of this moment. You need to beat this person. 
So we obviously so far we've heard of the gamer bloke. Yeah. Right. I feel we've done down the gamer bloke here. So yeah, sure. If that's your thing, if you love the podcast, thank you for listening. I just feel we. I just and I don't want to do you down every week, gamer bloke. But I feel we can do better. Yeah, I think I've I've done myself a bit here because I got really excited about this little scenario, imagining like Bieber. Yeah, you know, or Katy Perry oh, to just randomly be like, "I've got to listen," because I just thought, how incredible would that be? No, a bit, bit, no, Bieber's not listening, is no, it? But Lady Gaga, just like, "Oh my yeah. god, I listen to Baffled," I'd be like, oh. "Yeah," but no, I think that you know, it, it needs to be fame and notoriety that we know of, rather than Twitter followers. That's the point. Yeah, mm. yeah. Who we got? So we got an email this week from uh, Karen Helwiggy. Pardon? Karen Helwiggy, that is exactly how you pronounce her name. She left a note in there to tell me that's how you pronounce it. Karen Helwiggy, she says, Hi guys, I love your podcast. The guy from Boston who plays video games might be more famous than me. I'm not sure. I don't have a lot of social media followers, but I was a guest artist at Wyland's Gallery. He's one of the most famous artists in the world. He is best known for his whale paintings. He lives in Laguna Beach, California, which is close to where I live. I've also been a guest artist at other art galleries in Laguna Beach. Karen Helwiggy. So she's put her stake in. She actually says that she may be the second most famous listener, but I think we've got to give her the time of day. She might be the most famous. Karen Helwiggy. Nice. She's on Etsy. She's on Etsy. Yeah, comes up on Google. Karen, thank you for getting in touch. Is that, well, thank you, Karen. Is that how we are judging fame by the fact they're on Etsy? About no. to say, here's the thing. Are they more famous than the guy who got in touch before, whose name I'm going to look up while you debate this? Well, so here's the thing. I, I'll be honest. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for getting in touch. I don't, I don't know any... I'm not a big gamer. I don't really know about the art scene in Laguna Beach. So I, I am not one to judge this. I'm, I'm, I'm. I feel like we need to start getting on this a bit. How are we judging this fame thing? Like, because this is difficult. How are we? What is making fame? That's the well, question. Well, this is the eternal question. Yeah, we, isn't we, it? we need, I think we need to start putting like Karen. Yeah, I agree. In the world of art, sure, probably done a few bits. I, I get that. I mean, but in, then again, because what defines fame? Because in the world of, you know, international fact slash humor based podcasts. We're quite famous. I so, think, this is, thing, is it Karen or is it Channel Zero? I think for me, what defines a little bit of fame is if somebody gets in touch and they've got like a few articles about them, some some publications online, some stuff. But still, I just want to have heard of them. Yeah, I mean, so are we saying that actually, so far, neither qualify? Well, the thing, I do, but I don't want to be that callous about it. Like, thank you very much for getting in touch. Have we sent them a badge? Uh, Channel Zero has a badge. Karen, no, I don't know if I sent a badge to you yet. But Karen, I will send her a badge. A badge yeah. out. So thank you very much for getting in touch. We really appreciate it. Really appreciate you listening, and we will show you that with a badge. But I kind of, I mean, I think we can do. And I think we can do better. I think we can do better, fame wise. But I feel like I don't just want. I just want to type someone's name in, and they've appeared on like Wired.com. Yeah, I feel like um, Karen's submission though is a fair one in the world of art, done stuff, and definitely. In the running I alongside mean, she's, the game. She's on Etsy, Connor. Wind up. How are people getting in touch, Mark, if they think uh, famous? If you think you are the most famous or if you want a badge, we still have some left, you can email us, info at baffledpod.com. I just am just so, so happy. Mark, get that finger ready because I am just so happy that we have people in America, in the UK, wearing badges supporting IBS. 
Corner has IBS. Corner has IBS. Bloody well works when it comes out the other end. Right, time for our third and final facts of the podcast. Uh, Very quick word one. You know the phrase eavesdropping, Connor? Eaves. Do you know what what it means to eavesdrop? Yeah, like listen in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know? I thought it was eavesdrop. You know, eavesdrop. Do you know where that comes from? Do you know where that word comes from? Say again. Connor, do you understand English today? Yeah, no, I None of this is tricky. I just say stuff. Is it Eves? E-V-E-S. E-A-V-E-S. D-R-O-W-P-I-N-G. Eavesdropping. Well, there you go. You've learned something. Yeah, eavesdropping. So I know eavesdropping, no. You could probably have a guess. To do with the eaves of a house? There you go. So it's back in the olden days. People would drop off the eaves of the house. The eaves are the things that overhang from the roof. Yeah, I live in an eave. And they would lurk there. And listening, so that's where eavesdropping I've comes from. I've got an eve. I've got an eve. Yeah, who, have you? Who is it? Your eve. Mm. My, my my room is like that, and it eaves out. When you when you say your room, that's one for all the listeners out there. It's like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, if you're struggling to remember to picture what an eaves is, just imagine the overhang in Connor's poo dungeon. All right. Yeah, you know it does this and that. Yeah, it's just you just know. like a thing I've got in my room. <laughs> just in case you didn't get it, this. <laughs> That <laughs> yeah, got that. So yeah, that's what it is. Nice and quick. But I just thought it was quite interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Yeah, I, I like I like to know where things have come from, and also understand the better, well, the actual way of saying it. I thought it was ears dropping ears. Why? So in your, your in. Oh, right. So that makes that makes almost <laughs> even as much sense as eavesdropping. Yeah, it makes more sense to drop your ears into a conversation. Yeah, just drop your ears off. Come back, pick them sense. up later. Yeah, makes a lot more sense to me. What's your favourite word and? Like that. What's your favourite phrase or word? Oh, I know. I put you on the spot there. Favourite phrase. Yeah. I like a tidbit. Like a tidbit. Um, Definition of tidbit. I, I, I beat around the bush. Oh, that's a good one. What you- I had a mate once who tried to reword uh, "beat around the bush" by going. Yeah, rather than being like, oh, they don't beat around the bush, just went, yeah, they go straight for the bush. It's like, that is a very different phrase, my friend. Yeah, Do not be, go for that. Can't be saying that. In a Absolutely pub. not. What, what is beat around the bush? Is that. You beat-, beat around the bush is like like just avoiding the topic or avoiding the whole thing. There's one that I always get wrong. Yeah. I can't remember what it is, but I always say it wrong. And everyone always corrects me. Great. Thanks, mate. Um, I'll get back to you on that. No, that's fine. We'll just wait. Yeah. We'll just wait, mate. Go on. But yeah, eavesdropping. Yeah. Hold on, let me think. What is it? Um... Oh, mate, I can't think. It's like... It's about mating your own time. It's like... If you're... Ah, it's like you say... You say... Oh, I'm actually really, really confused here. What is it? It's where you say the opposite to what it is. This isn't helping me. You're looking at me and I'm listening to what I can only describe as antique roadshow music. So what is it where you say, like, not... What are you doing? I'm really confused with this. What do you mean? I don't want you to... I have no idea what you're trying to say. What are these called? These No, these beat around the bush, eavesdropping. What are they called? Phrases. 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 If if you can't figure out the word (laughs) phrase, we're going to be... I mean, this will go around a lot. Used... Phrases. <sighs> Better late than never. That's not it. Right, Connor, give us your third fact. The word yo dates back to 1631. 
That's pretty mad, isn't it? Uh, yeah, sure. No, because I mean, I imagine the people that say yo, it's not us. Well, I mean, it's just you all. Yeah, about to say yo isn't yeah, a word. Yep, yo. Yeah, but it's very American, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the sort of people that say yo? What? Very southern. So American. they say it in Austin, where my cousins are from. Yeah, very, it's very cool southern America. America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was first used by English scholar William Lizell when he wrote, "The captive men of strength I gave to you, the weaker sold." And oh. this, y'all know, is true. The reason that I like this, and the reason that it kind of, you know, is why is it only used in America? Number one, why do we not use it over here? Number two, and also. Why is it very common in kind of like the gangster world, if you know what I mean? Well, what? it's it's just a contraction, isn't it? It's just like rather than saying cannot, saying can't. What, what do you mean the gangster world? Like it's a very sort of um, street. Is slang, it or is it? it or is that just? It's quite shows, street slang. The shows it? that so you see like, here. So like, oh, what's up, y'all? Yeah, but Sean Kingston. Yeah, Yo, so, okay, so to be, you know what I mean? so when you say the gangster world, you're talking about Sean Sean Kingston or Pitbull, Mister Three Hundred Five, Mister Worldwide. What do you think that first line of the song is? Yeah, your your way to. Yeah, yeah, but I like. To, I, I just it sounds better. Okay, your sure. way to. You know, you know cool on that. Um, but yeah, like I don't think they actually. Uh, they probably don't say it a lot in the gangs in the gangster world. When it's, when it's you probably go to Texas, just, it's always yeah, being said. Yeah, been to Texas. Well, yeah, but it's just the it's, same as like, it's like if you go to Wales, they'll say everything is lush. But sixteen thirty one isn't really the other day, in it. Like it's a long time ago. It's back in that famous point of history known as back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. Why do we not use it in the UK? I feel like we need to bring it over. You've been to Austin, as, as I hear all the time. You've been mm. to Texas once or twice. Yeah. So it's local dialect. It's just I, local dialect. I guarantee you, if I flopped in the word y'all into a conversation with you down the pub, you'd definitely be laughing at me. Yeah, because yeah. it's not but your local dialect. Imagine walking in, y'all want Amstel Top. Yeah. Y'all, <laughs> I would love that, yeah. So I've been, I've been ears. Did, dro- did that just yawn? I've been, I've been ears dropping on these people. And yo, do you want a Foster's oh, or it, something? Yeah, I'm still thinking about this. I can't get off of this. You still struggling? Yeah. Right. The final fact of the greatest podcast in the history of the world. Well, we've fully investigated that place in Connor's bedroom. You know that place. It looks like this place. Mark, what is it? Fight fire with fire. It actually works. Okay, good. Yeah, that's not the phrase you're thinking of, is it? Fight fire with fire. No. <laughs> if only, can you imagine? Yeah. So, uh, obviously we all know about the phrase fight fire with fire. Well, it comes from a technique to fight forest fires. So, obviously when a forest fire takes off, it can suddenly just engulf the whole of a forest. So, how do you stop a forest fire? Well, one, one th- school of thought is to fight fire with fire. You burn a controlled strip of forest. So you say, right, it's going to reach here, but we're going to burn it before the forest fire does so that then it can be put out because it's a controlled fire. And then when the forest fire reaches there, it has nothing else to burn and will burn out on its own and go no further. I can't believe I'm hearing this. So that is fight fire with fire. This is one of those really weird moments in life, right? So... There's a guy that I know who's a YouTuber and I was watching some of his early comedy sketches the other day yeah. in bed before I went to bed. Yeah. And he made a comedic joke about the fire with fire, saying about what else should you put stuff with to defeat. Do you know what I mean? And that was literally two days ago. And now you're using it as a fact. Oh, my God. That's one of those moments, isn't it? Oh, my God. Can you, I think with these... Dan, can you, like, oh, my can God. Can you imagine two people talking about something at the same time? Gee, I don't know if we can go I on. think, I to be fair, to, be fair to you here, Connor, I think that... I mean, this is just a coincidence. 
But I think these things do like float out there in the in the ether, and then you do kind of grab them down. I think ideas do that. This is a conversation for a different. Float day. around in the ether. I think ideas, like I think, because when one person comes up with a story or a play or a TV show, quite often it's also being made by someone at the same time who have made an equivalent thing. Yeah. Ether. Okay. Right. Yeah. Mystical, riff. a mystical place, the ether, that that the, the space above where things are. You, you know, float- it's like up there. Why with are you that and floating this? around? Because that's what I have said. I've just said it in a, in a different just, way. It's just a phrase. Why isn't do we it? need ether? I use ether quite a lot. It, I like it as a phrase. It's floating up there in the ether. It's a bit like that thing where you know where you say something, but it actually means the opposite of what you mean to say. Oh, please don't. You know, what so, is it? I can't think what this. That's this a genius way of stopping fires, though, isn't it? It's clever. It's risky because if you don't control that fire, which is why the phrase fight fire with fire is normally associated with risky actions. Yeah. Fight fire with fire. Start the fire to stop the fire. Fire starter. <laughs> Look at him over here. Look at Hippocrates over here just <laughs> coming up with your phrases. Yeah, no, I just, it, it interests me, these these type of facts. I mean, you know, you imagine these conversations, but like, oh my God, there's a fire in like Western, whatever, Australia. We, we need to make a fire quick. Yeah, but it has to be near it. You, yeah. You just make one in your yeah, backyard, it's not going to stop one over in Perth. No, I understand that. It's, I not, understand it's, not, the it's not like energy that energy has to, like, there's a certain amount of energy, yeah. therefore. But if you, we start a fire here, there's only a certain amount of fire in the world, so there must be less yeah. fire over there. Well, you could end up with is a bigger fire. Well, yeah, you could. That's going in one direction. That's, what, that's why it's not fighting fire with water that we know works and it's quite safe. It's it's being risky, isn't it? Like fire with, with what, what when you put what fires out with water, yeah, that usually works, yeah. yeah. Unless it's an electrical fire that'll get worse. Yeah. You should use a foam <laughs> Does it extinguisher for work? that. Sorry? Does it definitely work? D- what when you put fires out with water? Yeah. Yeah, I think most of the time that works, yeah. Yeah, okay. Depends, is it, is how, depends just, how wet that water is. Is it though. just normal mineral water or do they use a just you could use sparkling, you could use juice. Yeah. You could use a Dr. Pellegrino. Sure. What it needs to be is something that's gonna suffocate it kind of so it's not going to be able to get any oxygen that's why it works interesting this has been a, a episode of a lot of education for me sure yeah well, that's what this should be this should be a place where you learn but mostly we're I mean, trying to, we we're, learn mostly we're trying to teach the, the people who are kind enough to listen not, not just teach you about words what, what are you going to take away from this then mostly Connor uh, I'm going to take away about the phrase yeah ether ether I think I might use that when you get home tonight, yeah. mother. Yeah. What's for tea up there in the ether? Yeah. I'm gonna go just... to bed up there in the ether. Corner. That's not what it means. Sometimes you both use words. I'm like, they're, they're good words to use more. Right. Well, if we actually learned this week, but ancient Sumerians from Iraq, they love to fart gag. Uh, the best way of trying to survive a plane crash is to is to float down in the air on a nice rubber ring. And also, would you believe it? Connor's found a way of making maths fun and easier. And easier. There we go. Who'd have thought that would come out of this podcast? Yeah, it's not about fun. It's about easiness. Easiness. Something that we miss in life. We're always using words like ethos. We're just confusing. Just use the air. <laughs> Floating around in the air. No, because it's not actually in the air. It's in like a mythical, well, mythical Oh, because the, the air, air isn't. What, well, the, the, the air's not the mythical, air's, is it? It's just open. There is no mythical area. Like there dinosaurs. The... Nonsense, mate. <laughs> I've got a dinosaur fact for you next week, no, but that's the, the point. No, but the point... Well, it's clearly not a fact, is it, mate? Because dinosaurs didn't exist. Well, well no, this is going to prove everything. But the point of a mythical area is that it is real because it is it is mythical. It does what it says on the It doesn't exist. Would, why would ether pop in your head? Because that's a phrase that people use. Oh, mate, you say floating around, geese. Floating around. Do you want me to be more, more actual with my stuff? Yeah, like ether. Right. If you think you're the most famous person to listen to this show... Um, uh, yeah, 
Maybe we're a bit mean on people today who got in touch, so we'll be nicer next time, I promise. Let us know. It's info at, it's info at baffledpod.com. Uh, also, if you want a badge, we're still after that. So we want your proof that you've got other people to listen. I know that's cheeky, isn't it? It's cheeky and cheap, but we want proof that you're getting someone to listen. Uh, do that. Send in the screen grab or whatever it is to uh, info at baffledpod again. Uh, and we will see you next week. Say goodbye, Mark. See you later. Say goodbye, Connor. See you later. I'm off to go have a nice good float around the neath. I'll see you next week. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.